feeling this motherfucker sing along. So um, I'm socksing <laughs> copyright material. Uh, I'll be fucking play some copyright material. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't see any cops here. Yeah, that's what happens, right? The cops are in the copyright copying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get they come arrest you. Uh, but so I've been watching more movies this this year or this this month because it's spooky season. And this week, I really, I basically have not watched anything that is that is not a horror or horror adjacent. So I got a lot of a little bit of spooky things. So. All right, you're living my everyday life. Yeah, I'm a, I, this week I've been Kyle. I watch horror movies all the time, but yeah, people like you know when people are like, oh yeah, it's Halloween, they gotta watch horror movies, or you uh, check out like lists that people like websites make for like Halloween movies. And it's just any, any random horror movie. I watch horrors like so often and it's all subcategorized in my brain that it's like there's specific movies that are Halloween movies. It's not just any old horror movie. <laughs> you gotta Fucking be specific <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Of course, obviously, The Witch and Trick or Treat are the two best Halloween movies. Sleepy Hollow is really good, too. Oh, That's not a horror movie, really. Tomorrow. Yeah, I'm watching Trick or Treat tonight. I watch it every year. Oh, I think I'm going to watch uh, Halloween with the, the Pete Pete episode with the kids tonight or tomorrow, too. That's pretty good. The, yeah, um, I don't ever really watch Bob's Burgers anymore, but I always watch their Halloween episode. Yeah, Ariel and I watched like uh, every one of their Halloween episodes a couple days ago. Yeah. What else is good? What else? What else? I watched uh, Dawn of the Dead, the original. Uh, and, and then I watched Army of Dead, that Zack Snyder Netflix movie. Which wow, that movie is, sucks. Uh, actually, that was really bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I watched both both the It's, it, part one, it, part two. I hadn't seen part two before. The first part, I still think the first one's good. The second one, not quite as good. The second one's not as good. I, you know, honestly, the, the, the thing is, it's just hard to split up that book. Yeah, because the miniseries part. with the adult like, part's not good. In the book, everything's intertwined. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one, they'll, they'll flip back and forth between the kids, like kind of like how the second part worked. But mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and then I don't. Know, it, um, uh, I watched uh, Bloody My Bloody Valentine, the original. They made they remade that, right? They've remade it a few times, I believe. Well, yeah, I haven't. So Canadian, everyone's sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. What else did I watch? This it's week? a exploitation. Oh, uh, <laughs> Return of the Living Dead Part Three. Uh, that's the one with the uh, like the girl that comes back as a zombie, and it's kind of like um, like hmm, how did it just, uh, instead of like punk rock, it's more like Candy Kid club scene kind of. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. a little bit like it's a little body horror too. Yeah. But, uh, also, I mean the the zombie woman is uh, Melinda Clark, who's the uh, the mean mom from the OC. So I've seen her breast now. That's fun. The mean mom from the OC. You know, um, uh, fuck. Misha Not Barton's mom? Um? Yeah, Misha Barton's mom. Mm. You know, the good looking one. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. I never made that connection. Um, but it is uh, Peter Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel like he'll, almost anything would be better if Peter Gallagher was in it. Let's put him in his eyebrows in it. <laughs> If I ever make a horror movie, Peter Gallagher's gonna have a role. Uh, like Tom Atkins. He's uh <laughs> in um fuck, not thirteen ghosts. What's one of the other late nineties or the two the one that also has fucking oh, um 
The House on Haunted Hill, that one? Yeah, the House on Haunted yeah. Hill remake. He's in that. Of course, also, uh, um, Jeffrey Rush is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy, because he's a very serious actor up until that oh, point, yeah. anyways. I guess he oh, went on to make... Too, right? that's what I'm no, that's the uh, Haunting remake. Oh, that's right. Which also, they, I feel like they came out within weeks of each other in 1999, 98. They were both really disappointed. Uh, especially because, like, prior to them coming out, uh, Blair Witch had just come out, and it's like uh, the, the the two opposite polars of like what horror was about to become and what those like ones represented for the late nineties. It's interesting <laughs> to think back in retrospect. Interesting stuff. Who else was in House on Haunted Hill? Um, Famke Jensen was in it, right? Jensen Famke Jean Grey. Yeah, Jean Grey. And... Ooh, um, Tay Diggs, I think, is it? Oh. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it honestly doesn't matter. Also, I watched Scream 2. Oh, Scream 2. Not as good as Scream 1, but it's all right, I think. I haven't yeah, watched it in actually, a long time. It's better than I remember. Uh, but... Uh, uh, and, oh, yeah, man. And Jackie's the killer, huh? Yeah, <laughs> all along. I always suspected she was up to no good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think that's the first movie should have watched. I feel like I'm missing one or two movies mm-hmm. actually watch, but maybe not. Uh, so the spooky shit I watched this week, uh, nothing really out of the ordinary for me. I watched uh, Creepy, which is Kiyoshi Kurosawa movie. I'm a big fan of Kiyoshi Kurosawa in general. I think Creepy was the last movie of his I hadn't watched. Uh, I watched The Maid, which is, I mentioned previously, I think, that I was going to watch a lot like of a them. sexy movie. Huh? Mm. Mm. Hey, it's me and my maid. I was going to watch a lot of Thai horror for October, which I ended up doing. So The Maid's a Thai movie that I watched is pretty good. Uh, I watched uh, The La- or Lamb, that uh, <laughs> Icelandic movie. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else? What else? I don't know. Just you know, shit. Whatever shit I normally watch, you know, Korean shit, Japanese shit, Thai shit. Um, I think once Halloween's over for November, I'm gonna watch a a, a series of mainland China propaganda movies. Because <laughs> they like pump that's some. Just, yeah, every movie that's come out of China for the last ten years. Yeah, but I want. I'm gonna watch the ones that are like explicitly like this is the battle of. Oh, you, you know, Hong Chai and the yeah, when the century. People's Liberation Liberation Army defeated the Americans in the Korean War type shit, you know, shit like that. I'm gonna watch those because they fucking put a lot of money into those things. They look pretty cool. Obviously, it's straight up propaganda, <laughs> but like uh, they look pretty tight. So I'm gonna watch a few of those. I, see what that's I mean, like there's there's some sh- the straight up propaganda U.S. war movies that are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I mean, even some of the ones back in the main like the '60s are still still. Yeah, booty tired. That's the thing is the United States. We produce plenty of um, propaganda all the time in movies and stuff. So I'm like not too. I'm not calling out China. How dare you make propaganda about your country? Since every country does it if they have the money for it. But uh, theirs look pretty tight. <laughs> pretty pretty tight. You know, like, call me when China puts out its own series of video games for to, as a military recruitment vehicle. I guess they might eventually. China seems to dominate mobile games mostly, though. But I guess they could branch out into <laughs> other stuff. For a weird uh, uh, 
um, army building game. I was thinking about this the other day because I you can't find like any good uh, mainland China horror movies. Even like Hong Kong, Hong Kong and Taiwan don't really make them anymore either. But um, Did I was, Hong Kong ever really make horror movies? I don't remember ever seeing a ton of them. There was obviously no, two, but... yeah, it was never like a big thing like uh, Japan or Thailand or Korea or anything. But um. I I was reading about like the legislation that exists in China that like pretty much prevents you from making a horror movie because <laughs> like you can't have a superstition appear in film. Or, <laughs> yeah, no spooks or boogans. So like anything that happens has to. If you make a horror movie, it has to end with like a Scooby Doo ending where it's like, well, it actually wasn't. <laughs> but um, in addition to that, I was just uh. I don't know, I put I was putting pieces together. Oh my about, god, let's make a Chinese Scooby Doo. I was putting the pieces together <laughs> about like how China operates um culturally. And I was thinking, remember the like satanic panic in the United States in the eighties and nineties? And the, how that branches out into um conservative culture today and even like the oh explicit content and music in the nineties, you know how it's yeah, all kind I, of it feeds into like the weird conspiracy theory shit too. Yeah, but like um China basically has that same problem, it seems like, where they experience, like, moral panic from um, parents all the time, and then they just go ahead and, like, legislate around it, which seems stupid, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know, it's always worked out for America. Yeah, so that sucks. Um, but, you know, whatever, like, they're <laughs> communists. <laughs> um, oh, this is VHS cult. Uh I'm I'm the hood pope. Let me sing my song. I am a, a shattered dream. Uh, name Sean. We're gonna say your name either. It's Kyle. He's Kyle. I did that. Oh, I just said it's the hood pope, huh? Yeah, he did. Let me sing my song. <laughs> Kyle the hood pope. Uh, we need to bring all of our funds together to purchase some doo coin so we can buy the David Lynch NFTs. <laughs> I'm not buying any of the ever. <laughs> we need David Lynch's NFT movie that's in seven parts. We need <laughs> oh, we need the money Christ. for it. I, I can't. I thought I thought we were done with, with NFTs, but nope, nope. They're still they're they're back. They're you better. They're, I'm I I'm into them now that David Lynch is doing it. Now I love NFTs. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. I hate David Lynch. I hate NFTs. My thing about the David Lynch NFT thing is. Um, you know, um, he made uh, Twin Peaks, so <laughs> <laughs> these other NFT nerds, they didn't, so uh, that's the difference. That's why I, okay. I, mean, I how many uh, they've, they've announced at least two NFT TV shows, right? What, oh, really? I've, de- I've definitely heard of that, yeah, like where they're uh, I saw they were trying arts. to in- incorporate them into like MMORPGs and shit. Holy shit, don't yeah. tell Blizzard, you know. They're do, gonna do it for sure. Like you have the uh, what is it, Thunder Fury, the NFT Thunder Fury. You're the only person who has that's it. What, that's what I call my left testicle. The right <laughs> one is just Jim. Thunder uh, Fury and Jim. Dune Two is gonna be an NFT. <laughs> the director's call will be an NFT. Yeah, uh, Dune Two has been greenlit, as if that was like not on you know ever in the slate really. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it bombed hard, I don't yeah, know. it would have had to flop pretty bad, I think. Which would, I don't know. I just uh, I it never entered the realm of possibility for me that that movie wasn't going to do well. I thought it. Was, I thought there was a chance because it's Dune, you know. Um, 
I I I wish uh, he he was doing something else with his his talents. I just again I just don't like Dune. I don't know. I can't get over it. I don't yeah, know. that's I was thinking that too. Like because he wants to do um three uh, trilogy, which I mean, Ugh. if he can. Oh, pump by the them way, out, I looked it up like after enough. the last podcast. Uh, Frank Herbert wrote six Dunes. Six Dunes. And then his his son and uh, my one of my least favorite sci-fi are uh, writers. Kevin J. Anderson wrote uh, tag team on another like fourteen. Kevin J. K. J. Anderson, as they call him, when he when I was like I don't know thirteen fourteen, maybe a little bit younger than that even when the uh, uh, original trilogy the special editions came out i started reading like the expanding universe uh, books so i started with the timothy zahn ones which are obviously the the crown jewel of the expanding mm, universe but the you next to be the, younger than that because 96 is when they re-released the original trilogy oh that might have been when those books came out even so i don't know like anyway it's not important yeah. Um, but the uh, so i read the timothy zahn ones and then the kevin j anderson ones were the next chronologically if i remember correctly and goddamn, were they off you? Yeah. He, he just it seems like such a terrible <laughs> writer. Let me see my song. Um, yeah, hopefully he can pump it out, pump him out pretty fast, and go make some other movies. But the first, the first Dune was all right. Not the Lynch Dune. The first Denis Dune was all right. I don't mind it. It's, it was okay. But there's a lot of um, shots and Dune scenes. First have Lynch's name on it. It's, the theatrical cut doesn't. Yeah, there's there's some shots and scenes that lingered with me over time, which is more than I can say for like every recent blockbuster I've seen. So in that regard, I guess Dune was a success. <laughs> <laughs> with that in mind, though, who who could I play in Dune too? What, what new characters like, will appear in not, Dune too? They don't they don't really introduce any new characters from what I can remember. I mean, they they probably go in more into like the Fremen people, but it's not exactly. Really, all the do they ever? Just, um, it's, it's the same book. But they split yeah, it's just one Yeah, but there's gonna be obviously new characters. You can play. Yeah. You can play the emperor. Are you the They gonna? Um, it has. Do, it, does the book mention that there's any um, fremen that have red beards? You know, like really milky white skin and red I, beards. I, it's been a long time since I read the book. I Perfectly adapted for the desert environment. <laughs> 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 uh, pale white skin and gingery red hair. <laughs> Perfect for this yes. environment. Soaking up all the vitamin D. <laughs> I won't leave any vitamin D for anybody else. I'll riddle with cancer. Oh, stupid song stuck in my head. That's every week with you. Yeah, it's fucking Halloween, baby. Time to get spooky, baby. Spook- spooktacular. Spooktober. Uh. Speaking I think I'm gonna watch the Child's Play series after uh, after Halloween. Oh, the new one on Sci-Fi. Oh no, I just mean I'm gonna rewatch oh, the the movies. So I, been, I remember really liking those ones. That that was probably one of my favorite. Yeah, when you're kids, uh, horror series as a kid, but then yeah, I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Since since probably Bride of Chucky, I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. Seed of Chucky or whatever the fuck the six ones called. I've seen the more recent ones in the last few years. I don't remember why, but there's yeah, um, but yeah, I haven't watched the original. Like I haven't seen Child's Play one and two in a long time, but I've seen Child's Play three kind of recently. Ugh, I don't remember liking Child's Play three. That's the uh, military school one, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Very memorable 
scene when he's like melting Chucky, right? In the oh, film. Yeah, 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 that that sticks out, but otherwise it's like, eh, whatever. Kind of like uh, Netflix's new live action animated adaptation, uh, Cowboy Bebop. Did you watch the trailer for it? Oh, a while ago. Wait, didn't it come out? It came out weeks ago, right? The trailer? No, there's, there's like a, yeah, there's an actual trailer that came out this weekend. Right. No, I did, I did not see the trailer then. So I've seen the, what I assume is the teaser mm. then and then the opening. Um, yep, yeah, go watch the trailer real quick. All right, hold on. All right, well, I'm not less interested. Yeah, I think it, um, the pro- I guess I don't know. Is just, there's so much clear CG in it, it just feels a little flat sometimes. Yeah, but um, if they utilize the style well and it doesn't like run out of budget halfway through, um, it's like, well, maybe it'll work because you know, um, since Sin City's the Sin City's the example I always think of of like how you can utilize like complete CG. And like make it visually interesting, but the, there's like not any other examples, right? Like Sin City did it, and then uh, no one else was ever able to replicate it. The world of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think it's cool that there uh, does seem to be some style to it, but it still also doesn't look very good, right? Yeah, that's kind of my thing. It's like yeah, yeah. I got the interesting styling. Oh, that kind of looks weird. Like maybe they shouldn't have made Vicious so mm-hmm. so anime. Or made everyone else also more anime, you know? Because like Spike, John Cho. Oh, is, no, they, oh, that sucks. They turned they they, they they turned down Faye Valentine, right? Where her ginormous tits and her skimpy costume. Man, that Danielle Pineta, Pineta or probably Pineta, uh, fucking dimed out, man. That's a real cutie, sweetie. She's uh, giving Mina from twice the run for her money. <laughs> I'm going to watch it for sure just because she's in it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't like John Cho as Spike Spiegel, I don't think. And uh, we haven't spoken. I just heard. don't know who else you cast. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess you. I don't know. Anybody? That's like a hard, hard role to cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he's like one of the coolest dudes in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck? Are you? Who's the coolest dude in the world? Uh, me. You know? I can't. To Timbo Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, Spike Spiegelu, Spiegelu. He's, he's already playing everybody else. Then they haven't shown Ed at all. Have you noticed that? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. I don't they think she's Ed? in it. I don't think she's More in it. More design. I don't know. They just, you know, find him. It's fine dying. It's a little well, corgi. I mean, it's like Ed wasn't part of Einstein when this one originally. No, they just hung out all the time. Done it. Done it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just remembered something because I was looking at I have YouTube up in front of me. Um, so I've started doing this thing on YouTube occasionally where when, you know, because people post just the stupidest shit in the comments of YouTube. So um, I've just started doing this thing where every once in a while when I see a particularly like stupid, like aggressively stupid YouTube comment, I'll um, reply to it and like just the most uh, childish like fuck you kind of response to it. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, Give like um, 
so I was, um, <clears throat> obviously my YouTube's, I get recommended like Korean TV show stuff all the time. And they, I, I'll watch clips of, um, the return of Superman, which is like a Korean reality show where it's like celebrities taking care of their kids, usually celebrity men, but, um, lately they've branched out into like single moms and shit. And, um, this one lady, um, Sayuri, uh, she is a single mom who has, um, had a baby through um, a sperm donor, and whoever oh, I know what kind of donor she had. Bada boom, bada bing. Whoever this baby's dad was must have been like a big fella, because her baby's a giant, right? She got a huge ass baby, and the the clip I was watching, um, she like invited other moms with big babies to like come hang out and you know like have a big baby party. <laughs> and uh, there's someone in the comments who is like straight up like um aggressively like in in their feelings about probably being small or some shit because their response was just like bigger doesn't always mean better and it's this is some clip about fucking babies right (laughs) so my my reply to him was like yes it does like (laughs) being bigger is definitely better sorry you're so small man yeah no <laughs> it's just that's what i do now is just when someone's like clearly something hurts their pride something ridiculous it's just like well too bad you're wrong bigger is better i love being big you suck i re uh it reminds me i remember going after ryan was born we, we had to good like attend this um i don't know I, it's I, it felt like mandatory but i imagine fuck off and got away out of it but yeah they made it seem mandatory so we had to attend me and, and me and the wife had to uh, attend this, uh, you know, how to take care of your baby class for like 30 minutes. And we got in there and Ryan was at least two pounds bigger than any other kid in that room. It was crazy. It looked like we had a month, one month old and everybody else had these like tiny toy children. Little newborns, little baby, little small ass babies. He's still by far the biggest baby I've ever personally seen. He was pretty big when he was born, yeah. But um, I don't know if you knew this, but bigger is a lot better. Actually, it's better to be big. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Shout out, sorry to that one dude on uh, YouTube. But I'm sorry, sorry way. to my other three children. Obviously, Ryan is a superior child. <laughs> yeah, because he's <laughs> the biggest. Well, the the uh, the twins uh, unfortunately had to share uh, space and nutrients, so they couldn't be as big. They have an excuse, but the the new guy, what's his excuse, huh? <laughs> Yeah, just, just lazy, not even, mm. not even as much, you know? He didn't want to get it. He didn't go after it. Like yeah, that's right, because it takes real drive. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps as a baby. Really get in there and eat your food, eat your, your nutrients so you can be big, because being bigger is better. Our family's built different. We're the best because we're big. <laughs> bigger is better. <laughs> Sucks for that, dude. Bigger is better. Then it. Three, two, one. Let's jam. That's one thing the the Netflix show is gonna have going for is uh, the soundtrack. Soundtrack is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They have built in the soundtrack. Also, they can uh, shot for shot recreate the best shots from the anime. It's uh, like fifty percent of the work is already done for them as far as like uh, style. It's almost like they didn't need to make it, huh? Weird. Weird. Weird how that works. It's crazy, like, it's just some strange mystical world where you can't tell someone to watch an anime from 20 years ago, right? Like, it's I mean, as if Cowboy Bebop is outdated enough that you couldn't, 
You're like, oh yeah, Cowboy, just watch Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is still the fucking coolest anime that's ever existed. Yeah, absolutely. It's Cowboy Bebop, Akira, um, some of the Hayao Miyazaki movies. Yeah, well, I mean, like TV show wise, there's obviously yeah. some movies that might eclipse it, but I, I don't. I know that kids kids love their their uh, amazing adventures and their punching men's, but it's all bullshit. Yeah, it's all fucking bullshit. Speaking of amazing adventures with punchy men, do you think it's in bad taste that the Eternals are responsible for the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Is that what they said in the movie? One of the Eternals gives the technology for the atomic bomb to the United States military, so they are uh, directly responsible for the bombing of Japan. <laughs> And it's in the movie. Uh, Isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one of those people at all. That's like, oh, don't depict things in movies because it's bad. Like, no, you can show what you want or whatever. But um, it does seem stupid as shit for a Marvel movie with the, the punchy boys to be responsible for. These are the guys that are like, hey, we're we're uh, we're cool. The whole. I, I I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, yeah. I don't plan to see the movie until it's uh, for free. For free. On plus. Yeah. yeah. For free. Uh, so I I can't really say I don't the uh, the internals comics was boring. Uh, I've said that before. I don't. I yeah. Uninteresting as comic book characters. Their um, uh, art's cool. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, the um the 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 trailers for this movie just made it seem like oh yeah we were being lazy for the last ten years. That's why you haven't heard of us. We're only supposed to fight this one guy. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, because yeah, the the idea is that they they've been here since the dawn of Earth, right? And they're supposed to. Yeah, we're know, the Eternals. We're yeah. like cool. We're cool like the Avengers. We're like a real hero, like Captain America. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like Captain America. What's interesting? Four. Uh, I didn't do any research into it, but I'm curious if anyone's asked uh, Chloe Zhao what she thinks of Japan. <laughs> Because obviously there's some very bad blood between China and Japan, deservedly so. Um, you know, like Japan I mean, never really. So I guess maybe. Um, well, the fact that I mean, Japan a lot continues of have history. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the difference is Japan it, continues to deny it happened. It doesn't educate its own population that it happens. It paints themselves as the victim in their own education. You know what I mean? That's basically every uh, country ever. I don't know if you heard about well, what's going on in America and. Uh, our hatred of critical race theory for some reason, which isn't even taught in schools, but hey, history's bad because it makes America look bad. The end. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I think it's. Uh, I, and like, I, you, it happens in European history too. Hey, hey, hey did you hear about Kenneth Branagh's new movie? It's called Belfast. What's it about? Belfast? The Troubles? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he was born and grew up in Belfast, right? Kenneth Branagh? I believe so, yes. Let's check that out. I could have sworn he was Northern Irish. Watch the watch the trailer for it real quick. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. I don't imagine it's uh, highly critical of the United Kingdom since Kenneth Branagh is making it, but you know. It doesn't seem like um, explicitly offensive just based on the trailer right but it is kind of weird that it's triumphant like, coming of age yeah, like, <laughs> that's what i'm talking about i'm like this tone yeah. feels wrong <laughs> <laughs> imagine um someone should recut the angela's ashes trailer with the, that <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> that'd be fun fun to think about 
I don't know. I guess um, it's is it based off of his childhood? I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know much more about it than than, than you do at this point. Let's check it out. Let's see what Wikipedia has I to did, say. I, remember, I, I, I heard it was getting a bunch of cool reviews. I watched the trailer. Watched a couple trailers. There's more than one. Um, and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, music by Van Morrison too. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a semi-autobiographical film chronicles the life of a working-class family and their young son's childhood during the tumult of the 1960s in Northern Ireland capital. In the Northern Ireland capital. Yeah, so it's uh, semi-autobiographical. But Kenneth Branagh as a child. Wait for those Dutch angles. Branagh, the middle of three children, was born in Belfast, the son of working-class Protestant uh, prosies. Parents Francis <laughs> Harper and wow. William their Branagh. troubles are our troubles. You know, I mean, uh, uh, I, obviously, there I'm sure there was plenty of Protestant Brits that were mistreated during the troubles and stuff. I'm not uh, not one of those people that like ah oh, the IRA is made up of a bunch of angels and they never did anything wrong. But the difference is. Um, the IRA was fighting for their their land and their culture, and you know what I mean. Like there, there was like a justified fight on one side, and the other side was like, "Yeah, but fuck you guys, <laughs> we own this." Yeah. So William Brandon was a plumber and a joiner. No, I put he's putting putting pipes together. Putting, Look at him over there joining them up. Look at him. Yeah, you, know, you think you're better than us. <laughs> you ran a company that specialized in fitting partitions and suspended ceilings. He lived in the Tigers Bay area of the city and was educated at Grove Primary School. At the age of nine, he moved with his family to Reading, Berkshire, England, to escape the troubles. Wait, where did he move? Uh, Reading, Berkshire. England? Yeah, England. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> Their school- troubles are our troubles. Let's go back to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At school, he acquired received pronunciation to avoid bullying, so he made sure to lose that accent quick, huh? Oh, hey, Paul McCartney's mom? Yeah. <laughs> On his identity today, he has said, I feel Irish. I don't think you can take big Belfast out of the boy. And he attributes his love of words to his Irish heritage. What Irish heritage? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Never mind. I'll I, I, I mean, his genealogy is not on here. Um, so <laughs> I guess we don't know for sure if he's a uh, Celt or Anglo. I've talked about it before. Like, technically, that shit, that's old shit. That shouldn't matter I, yeah, anymore. But I it feel, is kind of like, it's yeah. Weird it's, you know, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, we're all one people. You know, we, that's only that works if we're all in together. On the other hand, I'm like, you know what? Fuck the English. <laughs> well, especially in situations like this where it's like, um, yeah, it shouldn't matter, but uh, they created a situation where it kind of does matter, right? Because it's, oh, it's a sectarian war between Catholics and Protestants, and it's like, uh, that's not quite right what it is. Like, they, they the two sides happen to be of differing faiths, but there's a <laughs> cultural and ethic, ethical, re, ethnic reason why that might be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the British love doing that shit, you know? Yeah. Well, look at uh, what or one in Israel. That's crazy, though, man. I'll check it out, though. I like Irish movies. It might be cute. It might be sad. Who knows? And, um... Everlasting love. 
Yeah. Your eyes. Like all working class people struggle too, anyways. You know what I mean? So their their struggles might be different than like the the Catholic Irish in <laughs> Belfast, but you know they're all suffering under the yoke of capitalism. You ever notice the favorite part of the egg? I don't know about you. The Twitter algorithm is really bad. You ever notice that? I like uh, they, I guess sort of. This I, mean, topic I know it's really bad because I'm not I'm not number one number one Twitter follower person. Well, I was thinking um followed person. That's it's probably I'm bad just cuz it's not good in general, but it's also got to be like people like me where cuz you know it'll ask you like oh does this fit the topic of blah blah blah. I'll like see a tweet that's like talking about getting finger banged for the first time in high school and it'll be like is this topic fit education? And I'm like yes, yes it does. I mean, it's sex education. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck are you looking at? Where you talking? See, shit talking about finger bang. Also, um, you actually help the Twitter algorithm. I don't help any of that shit. I only do it. AI I replace my my business. I help it when it's situations like that where it might potentially fuck it up for other people, so they start seeing finger bang tweets. <laughs> That's why I do it. I want to turn everything on Twitter into um, perverted comedy. That's my style. Well, wasn't there that Microsoft? Was it Microsoft? Or, oh, it was IBM, I think. The, the chatbot that the uh, internet turns into a racist. Racist, yeah. Yeah. That'll happen when you're on the internet. That's how I became the hood pope. Well, uh, there's also that Facebook, that um, article, that research thing about Facebook that came out a couple days ago. I believe it's actually called Meta now. No, no, just the stock is the, the oh. website is still Facebook. You know, oh. you're not logging into your Meta any, right now. You're still logging into your Facebook. I'm not Anyways, logging into any of that shit, Mister Interrupter. There was a story about how uh, Facebook created this like dummy or a series of dummy conservative profiles, and within like two days, they were all um, directed to like QAnon conspiracy theory bullshit. So, have fun. Facebook ruined society. That's a, that that's how you get the engagement. That's why our podcast sucks is because we're talking yeah, about talking about yeah. Gator, or, you know how Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden are trying to summon the devil by sacrificing Cubans. I guess for real. That's we got to do. We got to find the angle, one that you're comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in there somehow because like. <clears throat> Even like as a, a grifter, a joker, you know what I mean. Like I don't know if I could say anything. Like I'm a grifter. I'm a joker. I'm a uh, smoker. I don't know if I, some I, people call me the one. Wouldn't be able to take it very far. So it's got to be like um, a way to a way to just sell anti-capitalism to conservatives without it being uh, racist or homophobic or anti-immigration. Or, That's the only thing they respond to. Huh? How could you do it? What's the rub, huh? What's 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 the gimmick there? What's the angle here, huh? How are you gonna work this? Uh, how am I gonna do it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, let me sing my song. I was born in obscurity. I'll die in obscurity. Mom, me, I'm going straight to the top. Uh, I want to get a, a, a job where I don't have to work manual labor, and I don't deal with people. I don't now. I just doesn't pay very much. Yeah, I don't mind the FedEx job because um, I like doing, I like working out, and it's just kind of a different version of working out, but you know, more repetitive and shittier, hotter. So it's not too bad. And yeah, there's no customers or anything, but fucking some of these dumb fucking kids I work with, man. 
<laughs> Fucking useless. <laughs> Gen Z is the worst. I, it doesn't have anything to do with their age, actually. It's just they just all happen to be younger than me because uh, there's not too many losers like me, you know, that wreck their 20s by being a, a, the coolest party animal that ever existed. But, you know, it doesn't fucking work out. And the coolest party animal that ever existed is Holly Shore, and he's doing great. No, John Belushi, and he's doing great. <laughs> but, um, the, yeah, the problem doesn't have anything to do with their age or whatever. It's just like they're... I don't know. They they don't got like grown man strength like me, you know. <laughs> like, and I don't mean to even be one of those dudes like, oh, you're not manly enough or strong enough or blah blah blah. The only reason I bring it up is because yesterday this one kid pissed me the fuck off because he came in over to help me in the truck I was in, which was like all the just tons of, like heavy shit that you can't put on the belt. You have to put off to the side. They call them ICs. So it was a fucking shit-ass truck or whatever, and he came over, and he was talking about, um, oh, man, this truck looks like bullshit, you know, like, I'm strong, but I'm, like, little, too. I'm a fighter. I'm not, I don't go out and lift weights, blah, 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 and it's obvious that I fucking lift weights, so he's talking that shit, right, and I'm just, like I said, normally that shit, I don't care, whatever, so I just, like, laugh it off, like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, buddy, let's just fucking start lifting shit. After, like, five minutes, he's like, I gotta go take a piss, I'll be back. Obviously, this motherfucker didn't come back because he's too scared to lift shit. He's not a fire. He's a fucking pussy. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm calling all this podcast, which only uh-huh. maybe a hundred people listen to. I mean, fucking like, if I didn't work with them, like, fucking let me catch you at the bar, homie. You're not a fucking fighter. Well, obviously, he's not a fighter, Kyle. No one's really a fighter. If you were a yeah. fighter, you'd you, you wouldn't be where you get Well, he was, in, he was in my training class, too. He's talking like, oh, he's training for MMA and shit. Fucking, no, you're a pussy boy. I'm getting heated. I'm getting heated just thinking about it. Like I said, like I try not to think this way. This is like a little peek inside the podcast. I've mentioned it before. Like you guys always hear my like uh, my erudite, erudite like white guy voice. Like try to be professional on podcasts, kind of. But like sometimes when I get pissed off like that. It's like fucking <laughs> nope. So you got to peek behind the curtain to what I sound like when I'm talking to my friends at the bar and shit. But yeah, end of the day, it's not important or whatever, but like fucking that truck did suck and I ended up having to do that shit all by myself because he just dipped out. You know what I mean? Fuck that kid. He's got he's got a bladder infection. Man, that fool too, when he's like, I'm going to take a piss. You want me to grab you anything from the vending machines? He said that shit too, like straight up bold face lying. I knew it at the time too. I was like, this pussy's not coming back. You should have asked something from the vending machine and he has to come back. Why don't you <laughs> That's what I would have done. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. grab me some of them uh, peanuts. Whatever, you, you though. Have to, you have to, or beef jerky. Give, give me some of that jerky, you know? Because then, then it seems like you're a real man because you're eating, you're eating dried meat. You're eating the you protein. Know who, you know who eats dried meat? Men. Yeah. Men men camping men. Men men stranded in the wilderness in the dead of winter with their buffalo hide haul. And, and you know who else? Who else does? Let me sing my song. If you feel this shit, motherfucker, sing along. Hood Pope, the Hood Pope does, which is me. It's not ASAP Ferg. You thought it was ASAP Ferg because you wrote a song called Hood Pope? No, it was me. It was <laughs> no, me all no. along. It's me all along. Just me. Yeah. Um. I don't know, I feel bad for even bringing it up on the podcast because, like, it does make me sound like a toxic masculine, like, bravado piece of shit asshole. No, 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 you definitely doesn't. No, you sound like a real feminist. I I mentioned before, like, uh, obviously, uh, 
that shit's been kind of ingrained into me because of um society culture and shit in general obviously i fight against it but sometimes i do have instinctual reactions like that and um it, it definitely is like a society more than than family too because d- dad's not really like that dad can get pissed pretty easily yeah but he's not constantly like trying to measure his dick against everybody else's I don't really feel like it was me. That's not really the origin of why I was mad, though, is because he just like fucking left me in the lurch. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But the the thing that pissed you off, too, part of it that pissed you off, though, is him talking about how he's a fighter and shit. And you just find that the hypocriticalness of it or the. uh, Well, just that he was coming in being cocky and then like couldn't do it. You know what I mean? So the the hypocrisy of it. Which is something I don't see dad necessarily getting pissed about. Yeah. Like yeah, but I'm not. I don't care that he's not actually as strong as me. That's, that's, that's making me less of a, a man. That's more of a grandpa thing. Well, what I'm saying is, I don't care that he's not as strong as me. It was too hard for him, or whatever. It's like the hypocrisy of it coming in talking that shit, then not being able to do it, and then also like dipping out and not being like, "Hey, can I get? I'll yeah, get someone else." Leaving home. me in the uh, the lurch would be the, yeah. uh, the part that pisses me off the most. Like, come on, motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm. You're right though. I'm not trying to justify the, like the, my instinctual reaction to shit like that because uh, I know it's bad. I've worked, been working against it for like the last decade. You know. No, 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 but we're not always perfect, you know. Once you've been lifting shit in the back of a truck for two hours, and then how about you? <laughs> How's work going? You get mad at anyone recently? Posting on the <laughs> internet, fucking people post on Facebook, pieces of shit. I, sometimes I, you obviously, sometimes it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, you dumb piece of shit? Why are you still? It's it's, it's twenty twenty one. The COVID is not a hoax anymore. God damn it. I need to see for myself. I'm going to wait on the vaccine that's been out for a year. I need to see if it fucking makes people to grow sit, arms. sit here and, and do my own research. Yeah, I'll do my own as, research. As I'm going to see some YouTube videos. I'm going wa- to watch Rumble for the next three hours, and that's research. Hey. What's Rumble? Rumble? It's the videos we're banned from YouTube and Facebook. Hello, baby. Rumble ass coming at you. Ba-choo, ba-choo. What are they about? Rumble. Right wing sponsored by Rumble. Are they like right wing shit? Oh fuck yeah! It's all the conspiracy nonsense yeah. that got banned from other platforms. But like, is it the cool, good conspiracy stuff like JFK no. assassination, or is it no, like the Kyle, Jews did everything? Right-wing. None of the right wing <laughs> conspiracy shit is ever good. Yeah, it's some, good. they they do this thing too where they'll overlap a it's little like bit into comedy, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so oh, it's like you're, what are you doing? You're not even. Are you trying? If you're trying, it's sad. It's what's cool about it from an outside perspective, I guess, like maybe even anthropologically, you know, to observe yeah, them in the aliens the, and find our hard drives and it's like, and um, you get to like see like the fears that drive them, right? And it's like the most <laughs> absurd shit. Black people. Yeah. I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid of everything. Most people are, though, right? I've mentioned real, before. Though, but, you know, there's shit that you shouldn't really be afraid of that we're not afraid of. The fact that, you know, climate change is rearing its ugly head right around the corner. It's, it's peekabooing us. Like it's not me, because um, if you recall, yeah, yeah. bigger is better. So I'll somehow survive climate change by being bigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, more heat is technically bigger heat, so obviously that's better, right? Bigger is better, yeah. I'm tired of being cold, anyways. Um, we're about to, you know, 
really not looking great on uh, America having any semblance of a democracy in the next couple of years. Um, yeah, but that's like kind of been out the window for a while. It'll just be like more um, in the open, I think now. Like can people complain about it more on uh, cable news? <laughs> that's what we need. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyways, I'm moving to Belfast. No wait, Belfast, the good one, Dublin. <laughs> Dublin. Not me. I'd never live in Dublin. I hate the Dublin city accent. Why are you trying to sound so posh? You're right. Galway it is. Lording it over me, you fucking rich-ass Dubliners. Lording this shit over me. We return the report to the port we fled from. Yep, let's go to Galway. Alright, fucking happy Halloween. Let's get it. Spooky shit, spooky shit. Yeah, that's the best track from the 2018 Halloween soundtrack, in my opinion. Uh, composed by John Carpenter and his son, Cody Carpenter. Do you think if I was, uh, I pitched myself as Michael Myers' hype man that he'd let me live? I don't know if he has the, the cultural awareness to understand the <laughs> concepts. I don't know the last time you saw Little Wayne in concert, but I, I, I did about a couple, couple four years ago, three, four years ago. Yeah. And uh, there, was a, there was definitely a hype man there. Repeatedly telling me that I was seeing the greatest rapper alive. I mean, I was going to say he's up there, but like, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, top five, maybe top five. Not my top five, but like, I could see why he would be in someone else's top five. He's got, he's not even your number five at this point. I mean, not his recent stuff, obviously. Um, no, he's on my top five. I've talked about it before. I'm mostly like a West Coast guy, and then even like, yeah, he might make it in like top twenty, I think. Oh, that's a hard one for the yeah. man. He does have one uh, song with Rick Ross that I always really liked. Uh, let's play it. Fuck the law. Radio contact has been attempted but cannot be attacked. Instructions are to prepare for an attack by an unknown enemy. Oh. 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 Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, uh, Rick Ross uh, sucks. He's clown shoes, obviously, but um, I, I do like that he's always barking in songs. Oh. Oh. Uh, that's my move, except for I'm always me on my kitty. Four for a bold dog, my motherfucking pet. I pointed at you and tell a motherfucker fetch. Uh, sitting with the guys. We're back to the secret of Daphne. We're going to get Sean oh. killed. Uh, to catch up on uh, last week, uh, you found a spooky. Well, it's not a spooky diary. You found a diary that might get spooky, but so far it's pretty blind. After moving into a new home in the middle of the country, it's your first day of school, and Sean decided to sit with the boys. 
Oh, I'm sitting. I'm, I'm sitting with the boys. That's me <laughs> over here with the boys. You fluff your hair and strut your stuff to the back of the bus, giving the boys your best shy girl smile. Two of hey, them. Boys, it's <laughs> me. <laughs> Two of them smiled at you, obviously giving you the up down. Oh, they fucking use that phrase in the, the last part too. I hope it comes Obviously, if you have, if you listen to last week's podcast, you know um, the person that wrote this. Uh, Ninety years old. Yeah, eighty years old. Oxygenarian <laughs> yeah, yeah. for sure. Not familiar with any recent phrases. Uh-huh. Makes references to uh, the Andy Griffith show. So yeah, they're. Um, it's actually this is actually uh, written by Angela Lansbury. No, you know what? Angela Lansbury would not be this ridiculous. <laughs> Thank goodness you I, uh, shook the shook the lock twenty three times perpendicularly and jingle jangled the keys and then I shoved it into the scritchy scratch and then I turned it three quarters inch clockwise. And, no, 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 that's not Lansbury style. <laughs> Thank goodness you wore this outfit, outfit, and oh, not the other. Second person, it's you did this. You, you, you. Yeah, uh, not the other. They might not be so interested. Looking down at your feet, then then expertly peeking up, as if you can't resist looking at them. You give the best. I'm so shy, but I'm taking a risky expression. Wow. All right, yeah, well, hey, a boy wrote this. <laughs> Can I sit with you guys? Sure, sure. They immediately make space for you to squeeze between them. I try to make my voice deeper, but my voice is already pretty deep. So these are dudes. These are dudes. Get it? You can already feel the other girls on the bus shooting daggers from their eyes. She's got a little bit of that grandiose personality, um, possibly from bipolar disorder like me, huh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bus is this that, like, a section where just the boys are sitting and just the girls it's um it's a high school bus right where does andy griffith take place newberry newberry uh, you know, for i just gonna let you guys know out there for for a whole year maybe a whole year and a half i sat next to a lady on the bus holy shit that's a sin <laughs> I'm Lydia, just moved here. You say in a quiet voice, pulling off your shy girl routine perfectly. Oh, you're the one that moved in the old house on out on Flower Street? One of them asked, seeming suddenly more interested in you. Yep, that's me. That's where all those people got raped and murdered. <laughs> There's a big rumor that that place is haunted. Any spooks creeping around at night? Maybe you can get used to this place. The teenage male population weren't bad on the eyes, and the country accents were more endearing than you imagined. Oh, I for sure give him an accent. Oh, damn it. Although I'll, I'll make sure to do it as we keep going. Thank you. The people weren't as honky as you had pictured, but the girl, <laughs> the girl stank of uh, stuck-up southern bells, as Ivy would call them. Well, in this case, oh, they'd be... I'm so tired. I do believe I have the vapors. There would be crackers, not honkies, right? Honkies are like yeah, wealthy white they're people. They're... These are southern people, so they're crackers. Some fried crackers. The bus, uh, there's, um, the bus let you out at school. You don't get to make a decision again. Fuck me. It's oh, a decision's coming up. Hold on. <laughs> the bus jolts to halt outside an ancient-looking high school. Grass shoots up from the thousands of cracks in the asphalt parking lot. The brick walls are bleached to pale orange from decades of sun exposure, and everything looks at least thirty years old. Big letters adorned at the top of the entry at the main doors, reading "Daphne Community High School." Your options are: find your first class, or sit on a bench until the five-minute bell. 
Let's sit on the bench, baby. Yeah, only nerds show up to class on time. You take a seat on yeah, nearby they bench. They show up the first day. They're going to expect it the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Amateurs. You got to roll in 10 minutes late with uh, Starbucks. They're like, yeah, fucking I'm here. What are you fucking... There was traffic, and I figured, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I was going to be late anyways. Fuck you. <laughs> I remember someone did that at, when I, at work. I'm like, yeah. yeah, you do that, but you just don't say it. Why would you tell people that, you idiot? He doesn't last long. <laughs> you take a seat on a nearby bench and listen to your iPod. Everyone seems to know where they belong and who they belong with. A large shuffling figure catches your eye, and your eyes lock onto a man in a janitor uniform. He pushed a big cart with a mop and other cleaning products through the crowd of students. He was so sexy. There was something about him that really gave you the creeps. He was older and starting to bald, and he had a pot belly which rippled with every lumbering step. My God, you wanted him. When he turned and looked at you, it gave you chills. His bug eyes were piercing blue, and there was something in them that you had never seen before. She is in love with this guy. Sure, you had seen creepy old men before, but never one with a gleam to his eyes, as if he were sizing up everyone he saw like one would size up pieces of meat in a grocery store. Fuck me. He fought. And the way he licked his lips when your eyes locked, you made a mental note to never get within ten feet of that man. Or you couldn't contain yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Go to class. That's your option. We're going to class. Alright, Walk- cool. Yeah, you walked down the hall spying several cabinets filled with trophies from decades ago and several walls decorated with black and white photos photos of past students. One in particular caught your eye, a striking girl with long black hair, hippie bangs, big brown eyes with twiggy styled eyeliner and a big smile. If you had ever imagined Man, a, look at her tits. If you had ever imagined a goddess of hippie chicks, that would be her. Hell yeah. The five minute bell screamed through the hall and you continued walking, glancing over the other 1960s black and white student photos on the wall of that particular hallway. A lot of them looked like they should be on the set of Grease and break into song about beauty school dropouts. And others looked Greece like they belonged the 50s, on... No, nah, this is the early 60s. And others looked like they belonged on Charles Manson's ranch. That Greaser period was like up until the end of the 60s when hippie shit took over. <laughs> Kenneth Anger. <laughs> Finally, you came to the room that was the first on your schedule, Room B67 American History X. You take a seat in a nearby desk trying to shut out the to- the none-too-subtle murmurs around the room. They use the wrong form of two. Ridiculous. Uh, your option is the day drags on. We'll click that. Oh <laughs> Each class is just as boring as the next. I looked at one of the zombie ones. They fucking had way more choices, like, right away. This one's just fucking storytelling shit. And it's not good storytelling, either. It's supposed... It's eventually we're going to get to sexual content, drugs, and gore, right? I think that's what it was. Eventually we're going to get there. <laughs> I don't think so. You figure that... In, today and I'm, I'm getting bored. You figure that now would be as good as time as any to read a little more of that journal you found hidden away in the closet that morning. The girl who wore it, wrote it, this Cynthia chick, sounded like any other normal girl you knew, just from a different time period. Yeah, people don't change. There was just something you really liked about reading another girl's thoughts and feelings as she went through the same things you did every day. It was comforting, and unlike the books you read about such things, it was completely uncensored. Yeah, not like fucking the Diary of Anne Frank. 
Oh, daddy doesn't want to talk about me masturbating. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. You should have left that shit in. It would have been good for uh, kids to learn about as well, in I mean, addition it, to all this. It's in most editions these days. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I went, I, Court never, I apparently never read it, so I went and bought it for it. In oh, art edition. yeah. Um, Cynthia wasn't afraid to write about smoking pot or drinking underage until she blacked out. It made you wonder if long ago she had been in the same classroom. Nah, she was too busy fucking drinking and smoking. Going to school like a loser. You gotta click on the diary here and click use item. I wonder if the diary belongs to that uh, perfect goddess hippie girl. No, it probably belongs to a mad black woman. Mm. Get it? Because of the movie Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Yeah. I got it. Uh Uh-huh. Dear Diary... Dear diary, Mr. Jenkins has been really grumpy lately. Seems like every day in class he forces me to answer his stupid questions even though other people are raising their hands. He Do you knows like I'm... me? Do you like me? Do you like me? <laughs> he knows I'm not good with math, and when I get the answer wrong, he makes me stand on my toes with my nose to a dot on the chalkboard. That's fucking weird. <laughs> and pull down your pants, my dear. It's humiliating. I think there must be some sort of rumor going around about me or something. Every time I walk in a room, the girls get quiet and stare and whisper. It's driving me crazy. But when I ask Christy, Chris, yeah, Christy, I guess, she says that she has no idea what it is and it must be just in my head. I'm not sure if I really like school anymore. Christy is the only friend I have. The other girls I thought were my friends suddenly are ignoring me. Amanda, Bridget, and Lori all act like I'm invisible when I sit with them at lunch and pretend not to hear me when I talk. Is there something wrong with me? I think she's a ghost. You close the diary. No, I don't. I keep reading. Nope. That's (laughs) close the diary. Geez, seems like you have more in common with Cynthia than you thought. Even now, you could see girls looking at you out of the corner of their eyes, giggling, scribbling on notes, then tossing them to their friends when the teacher turned his back. But at least there weren't people you had grown up with snickering behind your back. There were strangers, and it was hardly personal. The girls treating Cynthia like that had been her friends. It was pretty personal. Yeah, it's because she stank. You almost wanted to go back in time just to tell the poor girl it would be okay. That those dumb girls would get off their high horse eventually and realize they were just jealous because this Kyle guy obviously was into her and not them. If 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 Cynthia is the goddess hippie chick, then yes, me Kyle am into her. She's right. <laughs> me Kyle. <laughs> me Kyle. Uh, but you knew deep down that if your friends ever did that, it would break your heart. You almost wondered if the grown-up Cynthia still lived in Daphne. No, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Oh, I should let you. Know, you can um. There's an option to investigate on uh, every. Oh, really? Let's investigate. Investigate everything. Investigate. What are you doing, man? You've uh, before. You never stop investigating. Smash all the pots. Open all the chests. Oh, there's nothing this to do. This fork might be important later. There's not anything to do. I can't read the diary either. All right. End of school day. The ride home from the bus isn't a long one, but it feels like it is. You hadn't really felt like sitting with anyone and snagged a window seat and promptly blasted your iPod in your ears. If anyone tried to talk to you, you didn't notice. All you wanted to do was get back to your house, see if you could find any more of Cynthia's secret stashes hidden in the bedroom. But another part part of you wanted to avoid your parents at all costs. If Ren was upstairs or outside, they would probably be brooding like the almost divorced but too stubborn to do it couple that they are. Oh... They seemed to think that you hadn't heard all the times they had screamed at each other. Our parents yell at each other all the time. And they've been married for like, how many years? A million? <laughs> That's right. 
their favorite. Yeah. It's like one of like um their favorite things to do is yell each other. <laughs> That's just what parents do. I thought or families. Everyone in our family is pretty loud now that I think about it. But you knew the whole pathetic story. Mom checks dad checked the dad's phone when he left it unattended. Found out he was fucking some secretary in the office that he worked at. Dad got oh she had big titties. Dad got pissed and spent the night at his new squeezes house a few days. Then came back begging for mom to take him back. But what he didn't know was that she had had a revenge affair while he was gone. It was some serious Jerry Springer shit. Here's your stop. Let's get off the bar. You exit the. <laughs> You exit the bus and survey the property around your new house. In the distance, you can see an old ivy-covered building next to the back of your property. Of, of course, there's the upstairs of the house, which probably isn't as creepy since all of Ren's stuff had been put up there. Your room still had potential to have some hidden secrets. Secrets. It wouldn't be dark for another two hours at least. You want to check out the old building, check out the attic, or search your room? Hmm. Damn it. None of these options are especially sexy. Let's try the attic. Ah, oh, dang. What? I was, I was thinking we'd do a check out an old building, and I was hoping it would be like one of those situations where like, and the floor collapsed and you fell to your death <laughs> at the end of the story. <laughs> you start walking up the stairs to the attic. Each step creaks loudly, but you're relieved to, relieved to see the lights are on and you can hear your sister playing. Although, you have to admit, it sounds more like she's talking to someone, probably playing with her Barbies. Just just as you're about to open the door to enter the attic, you stop and listen to your sister. Look, I drew a picture of you. Ellipses. See, there's your eyes, mouth and hair. I don't know what color your hair should be. White? Yellow? You open the door, expecting to find that your sister had dragged home a new friend, but she is sitting on the floor alone with her crayons scattered everywhere. Little kids seriously creep you out. But it wasn't the first time Ren had Ren had, had an imaginary friend. Still, it was creepy as hell. Who are you talking to, Ren? You ask, almost dreading the answer. My friends. There's nobody here, Ren. She's right here. Look, I even drew a picture of her. It's starting to bother my throat. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ren held out the crayon drawing of a stick figure. Out. Ren held out the crayon drawing of a stick figure out to you. Uh, that's it. Sucked. That's clunky. Yeah, it looked like a typical stick figure with scribbled, with scribbled grass and some force in the background. Your sister was hardly a Picasso. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like she was actually kind of a Picasso. yeah. Picasso wasn't known for his realism. At least, just admit that you have another imaginary friend. Cynthia is not imaginary; she's real. You freeze and your skin crawls. No fucking way! It was just a coincidence. Cynthia isn't that unusual of a name, and you're almost certain that Ren used to go to school with the girl named that. Yeah, that was it. It was no different than last time she had one, and her name was Beatrice, which at the time just so happened to be the chick you were fighting with over a certain cute boy. I love cute boys. I love cute boys. Yep, just one big creepy coincidence. What's wrong, Lydia? Nothing. Just, you know, looking around. You mumble, taking a quick look around the room. There's a door which leads to Ren's princess-style bedroom and another which is ajar and reveals a bathroom. Nothing else really stands out. Let's click on Ren's drawing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is just kind of a dumb stick figure. 
So that's interesting. <laughs> Let's see if we can investigate Ren's room. Uh, nope. Um, time goes by. A week passes. It is passes. No, it is. Wait, we didn't check out the attic. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's where Ren was at. Was the attic? I guess. <laughs> no, she had a room. It the attic stops. room. I, yeah, I don't no. know. This is. <laughs> A week passes. It is now yet another Friday night, and you aren't you aren't sure what you want to do just yet. You can always you aren't <laughs> you can always go into town and see what is going around there, or you could go home and see what else. Friday mumps. <laughs> what is going around there? Yeah. Uh, or you can go home and see what else the mysterious Cynthia has in store for you via treasure hunt. Go home, go into town, or time goes by, time progression. Well, I'm not doing time progression, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to miss some hot shit probably if we do that. Uh, the question is town or home. Or home. Well, let's do, I mean, I assume home will be the spooky shit, but maybe not. I don't know. This story is flipping me around. Let's do home. We're doing home. Let's head on home. You decide to explore your house and the property around it. Yeah, you good can, luck. I'm probably going to get stopped by my sister. And another yeah. fire, so you can go to the attic, the barn, the bedroom, or the garage. Attic, barn, bedroom, or garage. Attic. I, <laughs> I wanted to do the attic once before. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. You climb the creaking stairs to Ren's attic space. You discover that yet again she is playing with her imaginary friend, which she insists on naming Cynthia. Oh, okay, so it is her bedroom. Yeah. Your little sister ignores you as you slip into the room. It seems as if she's too engrossed with her conversation to pay you any attention. Let's see if we can investigate. You leave your little sister to her drawings and start looking around the room. It's not as creepy as you had first imagined. The floor is a smooth, well-worn wood and the walls white plaster. You sneak into Ren's room and look around. Out of the corner of your eye, you spy what looks like a door to a crawl space. Crouching in front of it, you reach forward to turn the handle. It doesn't budge. There's an old-fashioned looking keyhole below the knob. Unless you find a key somewhere, the door isn't going to open without a chainsaw. Man, I kicked that shit in. Can we investigate some more? Yeah, I'm just a small teenage girl, though. All right, that's oh, it. God, it's so tough. That's it for investigating. Fun. Let's look at the diary. Maybe we just read the diary right now. You flip through the pages of the old diary, but you don't really have time to read it right now. I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Click on time goes by. Time oh, we're, time. so we're stuck in this loop of a week passes is now you need another Friday and you aren't sure what you want to do just yet. So you can go home, go into town. Home. Go home. Uh, attic, barn, bedroom, garage. Barn. Barn. Uh, the uh, zombie one was like a much more of a, a just choose your own adventure. It didn't involve having an inventory or any of the other weird shit. Yeah. I'm trying to kill myself. Hopefully I die in the barn. Let's yeah. see. The door hangs precariously inward, just enough to allow you to squeeze underneath it. As much as you don't really want to worm your way between splintering wood and dirt, you do want to get inside that barn. A single shaft of light shines through a large hole in the roof where part of the structure has rotted and collapsed. The scent of stale air, dust, and molded hay assaults your nose as you begin to look around. Horse stalls line the walls, and on one side is what you assume was once a tr tack room. I don't know what that means, because I don't know shit about horses. Mm -hmm. Bales of decaying hay are stacked to get high in one large space between a box stall and the tack room. 
The attack room is empty except for several wooden stands, which probably used to hold saddles and nails on the wall with plaques above each one. Each plaque has a horse name engraved on it. The stalls are empty as well, though are certain the doors are... The stalls are empty as well, though are certain the doors are rusted shut anyway. Okay. Investigate. Closer inspection of the dusty old barn reveals a loft over your head. From your vantage point on the ground, it looks like there is another window and some furniture up there. However, you would need a ladder in order to be able to reach it. The shattered remnants of a completely rotten ladder are scattered around on the floor. You sneak home, wondering about what you heard. Oh no, I want to investigate. Let's investigate. Ah, damn it, well, let's investigate. What if we, uh, spooky drawing? Let's use this. oh, we can't use a spooky drawing here anyway. Fuck. Your eyes flutter open, groggy yet vaguely aware that you are in, an, in your dark room. The crickets are screeching outside, and you swear their singing is about to make your head explode. You turn to look at the alarm clock next to your bed. The red letters read 4.56 a.m. The number mocks you. I thought I was going to die before I could tell anybody something. From there on the clock and you glare at it, willing to change, but it seems as if time has stopped. Lydia, you nearly jump a foot off the mattress when your name is whispered in your ear. Someone's hot breath nearly burning the tender skin there. You turn to look, but the room is empty. Of Of course it is. The door is locked and no one is here. An eerie giggle giggle echoes through your room, coming from the closet. You can feel the cold sweat dripping down your face. The door is closed, yet you stare at it as if it might open at any moment. You begin to wonder if Ren is playing a prank on you, someone. A prank on you, someone. <laughs> but that didn't sound like her voice when you heard your voice whispered. Turning over, turning over, you again look at the alarm clock. It still reads 4.56 a.m. Go back to... No, investigate. Ah, I can't investigate. Damn it. Damn it. Go back to sleep. Uh, Time passes. A week goes by. It's now yet another Friday. Blah, blah, blah. Go home. Go into town. Or time progression. Go home. Attic, barn, bedroom, garage. Ooh. Attic. Again? Well, where do you want to go this time? Bedroom? It's too late. Damn you. It's the attic. Uh, Ren's playing with Cynthia again. Time goes by. Go home. Is that it? Yeah. I think we got to do bedroom. I think attic and barn are done for now. Or you do bedroom or garage. Yeah. Bedroom. Bead room. Get into your new bedroom and toss the backpack on the floor. It's been a long day. Now that your stuff is here, it feels a little more homely for your twin size bed. Looking around, everything's so rough. Uh, we read that. Okay, looking around, everything seems normal, but after finding Cynthia's hidden diary, you're painfully aware that she could have found more loose boards or such secret places to hide things, but nothing really stood out to you. The sound of feet running pounded over your head. Ren was playing upstairs. Okay, Cynthia, what else have you got stashed around here? You mumble, starting to sleuth around like a detective. Let's investigate. Then you see it, a small air vent in the wall above your bed. It was practically screaming at you that it was a hiding place. A wry smile spreads over your face and you begin to shove your bed across the carpet until it's underneath the vent. Climbing up, you can just barely peek into the vent. To your amusement, you find that the screws are just loose enough that you can undo them with your fingers. Cynthia, I'm liking you more and more, you chuckle, feeling like a real-life detective. You briefly consider... (laughs) Look at me, I'm Harriet Despair. 
You briefly consider getting a trench coat, fedora, and a pipe. Hell, you could rock it. I doubt it. Fucking 15-year-old girl trying to look like a detective? Stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not Harry the Spy. <laughs> yeah. She's got a rain slicker. The vent cover finally pops off and you carefully place it on your bed, making sure not to lose the, lose the screws. Loose. Finally, you reach up and grope around inside the dusty vent. To your immense pleasure, your hand touches something small and metal. <laughs> a key. So we got a key. <laughs> Kicking on the key. We got a key. We got a key in the inventory now. All right. It's key time. Let's investigate it. Oh, I can't use it. Okay. Time goes by. After several months of getting settled into your new home, you have finally become comfortable with this place. You and Blair are walking together towards the cafeteria, chattering about boys and sharing juicy gossip. As you go, your eyes fall onto two men standing in the hallway. One is obviously the janitor, a man you have pegged for a creep since the first moment you say him. His blue eyes were... His blue, say him or saw him? It says say him. His blue <laughs> eyes always made you feel weird as if he was sizing you up like a hunter deciding between two trophy bucks. But the other man speaking with, the other man he was speaking with, I guess, gave you, I'm going to read it as it's written. The, but the other man speaking with gave you, you are more than just the creeps. <laughs> Something about him made your hair stand on end and everything in you wanted to run away as fast as possible. Who is that? You whispered to Blair, wondering if she knows. That's the preacher from the church, Pastor Lloyd Weber. He stops by to chat with the faculty around here a lot, but I don't know why. Honestly, I think he has more say-so in stuff around town than the mayor. He was probably in his 70s and looked at about 50. His hair was white and balding, and his skin was wrinkled and starting to sag. And the way he his, the way his dressed, uh, his dressed in an all-black suit made you cringe. You hope that your family never dragged you to the church in this town if it meant having to listen and stare at the man for an hour. I don't like him either, Lid. He's strange for a preacher. My parents love him, but I can't stand going to church. Something about the way he preaches just doesn't feel right, Blair admitted, making you glad that you were the only one getting mental red flags from the man of God. I think that he might be worshiping a vampire, not actually the God himself. <laughs> hey, what does an angel look like? We're gonna go they're, about. They're your terrifying day. to behold. They're like leathery vampire wings. <laughs> they got fangs <laughs> and they suck blood. Huh? Uh, would, angel. You, would you like to go home or go into town? Oh my god, are we still doing this? Yeah. Hey, you're the one who picked this one. You should have gone with the zombies. Yeah, obviously, I actually, zombies. probably I should have checked in advance and like forced us to do the zombie one. But I thought, you know, to get it started right, we'd have you make the biggest choice of all. Which one were you no. going to read? <laughs> I chose poorly. You need to go investigate Jones over yeah, some areas around town while you have the chance. Thinking about the things you have found so far makes you consider where to go. The church might be a pretty good idea. Cynthia mentioned it several times in the diary, after all. Are we supposed to be reading the diary or what? <laughs> it, says, it says we can't ever read it. After checking the map, you found where you believe the creek is. And, of course, there's always the library. They have an archive section filled with local new places. Library church. You need to hurry up and get killed. Which one can't kill us? There's only one church in Daphne and it looms over Main Street with absolute authority. You find it a little intimidating having never been religious yourself. It doesn't feel like any church you've ever encountered before. There's a sinister air to the Gothic style of cathedral and... Yeah, we've been here. 
I also, in the middle of nowhere in the United States, I doubt it is a gothic style cathedral. Maybe in like the east, the east of the east coast. <laughs> uh, do you want to explore the sanctuary or the Sunday school rooms? Sanctuary. 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 The sanctuary inside the church is filled with rows of church pews, hideous old blue carpet, and a pretty typical pupil. Uh, pupil? Pupil with the place for the choir to sit behind where the pastor preaches. What are they? Pulpit? Do you think they mean pulpit? Oh, yeah, but they mean pulpit. <laughs> pupil. Your family has never been a church-going sort, but you'd always thought that a church was supposed to be a place to feel safe and secure. Uh, the empty sanctuary feels glo- gloomy, if not borderline sinister. Sanctuary. Uh, no light except the distorted sunlight coming through the eerily beautiful stained glass windows that is very dimly lit. For a moment, you take a seat on the pews, taking a moment to reflect on everything that has been happening lately. Um, can we read the diary? Oh, hell yeah, we can read the diary. Uh, dear diary, something isn't right, and I know it isn't in my head. I have pictures, proof, but I have to keep them hidden. I stuck all the photo- photographs behind my dr- drawings in my art portfolio. Of course, it's in my room in the barn. No one ever goes there, and if they do, they won't know who belongs to the church. Something weird is going on there. Close that diary. Okay. Let's investigate the sanctuary. sanctuary. Oh, I guess we're not allowed to investigate it. Time goes by. Go home, go into town. Home. Home. Attic, barn, garage. The barn, because she said right now, should we have a secret room in the barn we can look for? Yeah, but we don't have a ladder to get to that room, probably. Oh, well, let's go to the barn. I, wait, wait, am I playing a game or reading a Choose Your Own Adventure? This is a Choose Your Own Adventure story that sucks. This is so disappointing. We're going to just have to edit all this out. We'll just leave the highlights in, like when you went Sanctuary. (laughs) Yeah, we can't do anything here. Time goes by. Uh, Go home, attic, barn, garage. Let's check the garage for a ladder. Yeah, why not? Yep, ladder. We're going to breeze through this shit real quick. (laughs) Give me a ladder. Fuck, goddamn. All right. All right, to the barn. Use the ladder. Use an item. I can't use it here. <laughs> tight, 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 tight. Uh, use the ladder. Fucking let me use the ladder. Time goes it's by. It's like Sam and Max, but it's an asshole yeah. designed it. Uh, go home. Let's check the attic again. I'll use the key. Oh, wait. I got to investigate first. Maybe that's what it is. Investigate. Use the key. Hell yeah. Fee key fits perfectly old lock and clicks into place and you turn into a loud sound of the old lock literacy that has come undone. You pull against the little door, finding it to be quick, quick stiff. A few strong yanks finally forces it loose and the crawl space is finally open. Inside are several sheets of plywood along with what looks like old children's toys. One small box catches your eyes. It looks like something that people would store knickknacks in. You pick it up and pull it out of the light. Opening it, you find a few things like 60 style earrings and other jewelry. Underneath that is a torn piece of paper. The torn piece of paper is labeled as Strange Alphabet. We collected it. Let's investigate. Strange letters with corresponding English alphabet. Um, these are Nordic runes with the, the sort of English uh, Latin alphabet equivalent. Familiar with runes? <laughs> hey, you like runes? You like a little rune? Let's see. What I, I am, but I don't believe my character in the book. 
I'm going to pretend I'm not. Well, that's good because they said strange letters with corresponding English alphabet. This is not Fantastic. the English alphabet first. <laughs> There's runes. All right. Uh, we, so we got uh, that thing. You know, we're in the barn now. We'll investigate and use the ladder. You climb up the ladder with, into the loft of the barn. The wooden floors creak dangerous below your feet, but hold steady. An old, dust, old dusty desk was shoved against one of the walls. Oh, what used to be a chair was on its side on the floor. The legs eaten through by termites. A wrong kind of through, too. Mm. An old lamp with cobwebs hanging from the shade was on top of the desk. It wasn't the largest space you'd ever seen, but it was obviously someone's workspace at one point in time. A close look at the desk reveals something underneath it. As you're reaching down, you notice something carved into the desk. Dusting it off, you examine it closer. Numbers are harshly carved into the wood, each sequence appearing as if whoever carved it was becoming more and more angry. Zero four zero five one nine six seven zero four zero five six seven five six seven four four nine. You reach down and more and more angry. Yeah, you reach down and pull out an old leather portfolio. Unclasping the front, you open it to discover that it is an old art portfolio filled with mostly well-preserved sketches. Yeah, we got it. Now let's investigate it. Didn't she say that the uh, some shit was at the end of it or whatever? Yeah, an art yes, portfolio filled with Cynthia's sketches. They started out beautiful and delicate, but as you turn the pages toward the end, they begin to take on a darker tone. The pencil strokes become becoming darker as if she were pressing down harder and harder on the paper. There's no use in searching here anymore. All right, let's go into town. We're going to church. We went to Sanctuary Sunday School Rooms. Let's investigate the Sunday School Room. This is way too much to read, but we found a tattered piece of paper. <laughs> and so we got I'm it. I'm trying to die. I, I don't think it's... A, I don't actually think this is a choose-your-own-adventure. I think you you railroaded and they just hide it behind. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, and they, then you have a nightmare and the, the numbers are in it. Oh. Alarm oh. clock reads 4.57. If you remember the last nightmare ended at 4.56, now it's 4.57. Slowly counting down to midnight, the Watchmen. <laughs> all right so uh, batman tell somebody go to the library uh new age section oh demonic shit all right demonic possession okay we learned about it oh we have a third nightmare it's spooky and shit cynthia's there she's dead and it smells was this this thing cynthia's ghost go back to sleep <laughs> <laughs> uh go to oh, sleep Library uh, archive section, Cynthia, nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, 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 although Cynthia is in, is in it, is merely a piece about the local high school. Cynthia was a member of the photography club and newspaper featured their projects. All right, we got the newspaper article. Yeah, Ren's friend. Dun, 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 dun. Shit, spooky. Come on, die. God damn it, die. <laughs> die. Why don't you die? Go to the creek. We could die here, maybe. Investigate it. Investigate the creek. Die. We're not dying in the creek. I think it's cute to get out of our bar. Well, there's a spooky cave that you hear a giggle from at the creek. But uh, maybe if you show it, Ren's drawing. Oh, no. What about? Let's try to read the diary. Ah, oh, damn it. We can't read it. Man, is this uh, thrilling podcast content or what? <laughs> Let's search the barn some more. Yeah, there's numbers there. Let's investigate harder. 
Oh shit. We got a bunch of numbers. What the fuck? Then we gotta enter like a fucking code or some shit? What the fuck? Hey, we're playing the weirdest Resident Evil game. Zero four. Zero. Five. One. Nine. Six. Seven. Enter. Ah, shit. It's not correct. Did I have something that fucking had some shit on it? Oh no, it was fucking the, the evil molesting priest the whole time and he comes in and he eats your face. Oh, you died. <laughs> oh, happy Halloween. Boos, <laughs> I'll try to edit that to make it more exciting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, shit. Well, yeah, we'll try the zombie one some other time. I'm going to go through it a little bit more to make sure it's not like fucking terrible too. Because I only went through like the first like dozen decisions or so. What if it, it might get to the point where you have an inventory some stupid bullshit? <laughs> so I'll test it out. Maybe we'll do that next week. Sorry, that was a bit of a dud for fucking Halloween, huh? But at the end, you that girl got her face eaten off by the demonic priest or whatever. Just watch Midnight Mass. That's what it was. <laughs> you know how it goes. It's yeah. vampires. Fucking happy Halloween, though. That's it for VHS Cole. Have a safe, wonderful Halloween. When you hear this, it'll probably be the day after Halloween, but there'll still be residual well, spooks. You can get it out to me tomorrow. I'll put it, I'll put it up there. I'll put it out. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll put it to you like, tomorrow afternoon, then. You put it up on Halloween. Any big plans for Halloween? No. Mm-mm-mm. I guess I'll be wild. I'll probably just watch some spooky shit. I'm going to do a ritual, as I always do on Halloween. And this year it's gonna work though. This probably this is the big year for our podcast, thanks to the ritual I'm gonna do. Hasn't worked like the last two years or so, but I think you know, third time's the charm or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll just believe hard of this time. Yeah, that's always the, the secret from what I've mm-hmm. told and Sage. My problem is I don't believe enough. Well, I was thinking um if I like uh drink and get stupid first <laughs> and do it, maybe I'll believe hard if I'm like drunk enough, you know. Yeah, I tend to believe less when I'm drunk. Yeah, but if I get, like, stupid drunk, where I can't even, like, really talk or whatever, and I'm just like, all right, gotta come on a piece of paper and burn it in a candle. (laughs) This makes sense, right? Yeah, man, fucking magic. (laughs) That's what it's all about. If you'd like to learn more about magic, please go to VHSKVLT.com and also rate and review this podcast on whatever podcast platform you are listening to it on. Also, share that link, VHSKVLT.com, with your friends and family and your lovers and everyone you know. Um, please participate in my masturbation ritual tomorrow on Halloween. When you hear this, just go ahead and masturbate, thinking about the success of VHS Cult. I think that'll work. Thank you very much. Happy Halloween. VHS Cult.